With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. Now, views of peace of nation talk are not necessarily the views of talk show. Jam Radio Productions, com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk. You don't know me, but I'm your this is your Sunday evening form, Nation Talk. program that deals with issues concerning you from the studios of Savannah, Georgia. Conversation call 1724-444-7444. Call ID number 55519-POUND. That's 1724-444-7444. Call ID number 55519-POUND.
much early that violence against women is wrong. Learn how to start the conversation at teachearly.org. What you buy features without violence and the ad council. Our children will always outgrow us, but for the first time in generations, they may not outlive us. Over the last 25 years, the percent of overweight children has doubled, a problem that could be greatly reduced just by having a place to exercise. Right now, people are working hard to put parks and playgrounds where children will use them. Log on to earthshare.org today and find out how you can help. A public service message brought to you by Earthshare and the Ad Council. That's the sound of your classmate receiving an attachment of you posing in your underwear. Your ex-boyfriend forwarding the picture to his friends. It being sent to your coach. And worst of all, your dad. All because of the time you posted those pictures on your profile. Anything you post online, anyone can see. So think before you post. For more information, visit www.cybertipline.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Justice, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and the Ad Council. Hello, this is Rod Stewart for Rad. Your lifestyle is your business, but when you drive drunk, you become everybody's business. Don't drink and drive. Be smart, plan ahead, and choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives, and so should you. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. The views of peace of Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of Talk Shoe, Jam Radio Productions, Swag.com, and the sponsors. This is Nation Talk. Another Sunday evening of Nation Talk. Brought to you live from the studios of Savannah, Georgia, and to your to your computer, Android, or whatever device that you're using. Tonight, being a Super Bowl night, we have tonight. Author Tanisha is with us, and he's going to be joining us in a few moments. First, we're going to have some Trump news. Yeah, we got some Trump news. And a hell of a farewell to Mary Tyler Moore, Bishop Eddie Long, and Ed and, and, uh, Mike Connors. That's all tonight here on Talk Show and Jam Radio. Matter of fact, our guest is here tonight, um, TJ, uh, Tanisha, Tanisha, Tanisha Hope, otherwise called, otherwise as T. 
J. Hope. And let me give you a little background on her. She was born in Newark, New Jersey, but she was raised and resides now in Fort Lauderdale in the South Florida area with her two sons. She attended Dillard's, Dillard's School of Fine Arts, where she studied screenplay writing, singing, and acting. She enjoys writing lyrics, poems, and novels. Life took an unexpected turn for her, and during the lowest point in her life, she discovered her true emotion and creativity, and her debut novel was born. She has a degree in computer network engineering and currently works as an IT specialist and internet manager for a new car dealership. Yet, her first love and passion lies within her writing. She has humble beginnings and lived firsthand in the produce poverty-stricken neighborhoods and surroundings depicting depict in her writing. Her writing engrosses you, tugs you at your heart string, and then it's excuse me, and then it inspires you. February just a year ago, just a year ago, last year, this last February she became publisher. She became a published author with Delphine Publications, with powerhouse CEO, best-selling author Tamika Tamika Newhouse, who brings out the voice the voices of unknown talent, indie and urban writers, and Tanisha writing. It's captivating. It forces you, it forces your mind to reflect her first-hand knowledge of life in the hood, coupled with her amazing creativity, storytelling ability, makes her one to follow and read. Tanisha is versatile, with equal dose of street smarts, and boy, it does, book smarts and book smarts. This combination makes her uh, perspective real, interesting, and retailable. The release of Tanisha's first novel is out at the time of this. It was anticipated that later that year, and in fact, it's out now. The name of the book is called Hood. Lemonade, Jamika's Vendella. It has been out since last September. And uh, it's on Amazon, believe it or not, it's on Amazon.com. And believe it or not, she is on the phone with us from South Florida. And by way of Fort Lauderdale, right? Right, almost near my old neck of the woods there. Hello, TJ. How are you? Hello, Kenneth. I'm doing well. How are you this evening? Just fine. Welcome to Nation Talk. This is 
This is the program that uh, that uh, we deal with issues. We talk to different interesting people, and now we're talking to you. Yes, <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it is it is my pleasure to have you here. I uh, I have to I have to ask. How did you come up with such a unbelievable character like Jamika? She is from what from from what I read from the sample that online she's a trip. Yes. Uh, I came up with the i the idea from Jamika. Um, I think every writer in their very first novel, the main character has little pieces of the, their you know themselves. Right. And um, Jamika is a trip, but there's a whole story behind why she's the way that she is. You know. Right. Um, the story is a chronological story that starts from her as a young girl at five witnessing a brutal rape and beating right and then it just goes through a series of things that she can't control at a young age you know so the biggest thing that people say about the book is that it takes you on an emotional roller coaster (laughs) (laughs) it it did it did for for a minute i'm going okay because and and not giving away anything but the first part of it Yes. It's when she had that gun stuck in her face. Yes. And it like and it looked like she just went looked like she did a flashback. She did, yes. Of what happened. Yes. She is, starts go ahead. No, I was just gonna say she starts to that gun in her face is what prompts for her to tell her whole story as to how she ended up with that gun in her face, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So most of this is, or most of this stuff comes right from the hood. Yes. And, and I have to tell people it's a fictional story because the story gets heavy in part, and I have people that know me calling saying, girl, I want to give you a hug. I had no idea, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's Jamika, not TJ, you know. Okay. It's, it's a fictional story. I have to make sure that people know that, Yeah, you know. Cause, yeah, because uh, it, 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 the, and the way you wrote it makes it so unbelievable. I mean, yeah. it's like, is this girl for real? And, and that's what I wanted, that shock factor. For you to just, you know, your heart beat a little fast, and you just be like, did I just read what I think I read? You know, that, yeah, that's kind of what turn, I'm going and, for. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and it's a turn as a page turner. That's why I, I love page turners. I love Thank stories you. that make you that make you want to pick, make you turn the page. Yes. And I just make me turn the page. I mean, after reading it, I'm going, whoa, whoa, and. Because well, with a sample, it won't. It only gives you but so many pages, and it only gives you goes but so far. Right. You know, on, on Amazon and and um, Barnes and Noble, they only give you, they only do it but so far. Right. But boy, oh boy, 
Well, I'm going to definitely have to get you a copy, Kenneth, so you can continue reading. Because yes. it's definitely, it's, it's definitely, even though it's a fictional story, I think that what I wanted to get out of it was inspiration. I wanted to just have a character that go through so much and then, you know, figure a way out for people yeah. to say, well, dog, if she went through all of this, what I'm going through, I can make it. You know, yeah. that was like, yeah. And, I mean, this this girl, she's, yeah. she, she's a little fire, she's a little fireball. <laughs> yes, she is. She put me in mind of um, is this new is this new new show that's coming out. Um, I I can't remember what network is on. It's going to be coming on. I think either I think it's coming come out next month. Um, mm-hmm. um, she this girl on on this T shirt. She's bad. <laughs> she she's a bad girl. That that's yeah. what you put me mind me of. But it's coming yeah. out. It's coming out in March. Um, since this is your, since this is the first novel, yes. Are you going to continue this story with Tamika or with uh, Jamika? I don't know why I, I want to I, say. I don't know why I want to say Tamika. Jamika. <laughs> it's close to Tamika, but it's with a J. Jamika. Okay. Um, I am actually continuing the story. I started the book as a standalone novel. Mm-hmm. But it's had such a good response, and people are telling me they want more. You know, I want to know, you know, what happens to her after that. So I'm like halfway through um, Hood Lemonade 2. Really? Yes, I'm like halfway through Hood Lemonade 2, and I think it should be being released around this April or March. Whoa. You? Yeah. How How do you, how you, what, what, what way do you write? Do you write, like, do you have a way of writing, like, um, like you write it in the morning or, or you write at night? Yes, I I have a day job, and then after that I do the whole homework and kids, and I usually write nine o'clock is bedtime. So after their sleep, I usually you know start writing, put on my I have a thing for nineties R and B and hip hop. Okay. <laughs> so I put on my music and use your little glass of wine, and then I just. <laughs> get to it, you know? Wow. Yeah. I usually write really late into the night, two or three in the morning, because it doesn't, it's the thing I enjoy. My day job is like, you know, to make a living, but I actually, I really enjoy the writing. So the hours just fly by and I look up and say, okay, I need to get some sleep, work tomorrow, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You'd be like, come on, Jamaica, I got got to go to bed, child. Yes, because the characters come alive in your head, like real people, and you can't just stop, you know, because then that thought will go away. You have to kind of just keep going until the thoughts stop coming for that night, you know. Yeah, because sometimes you have to tell Jamaica to go to bed, Jamaica. Yes. Jamaica, go to bed. Go to bed, Jamaica. (laughs) I got to go to work in the morning. You're going to be here. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So it also says in your bio, and... Um, that you also write song lyrics and poetry. Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, I actually started, that was like my introduction into writing. Okay. Uh, when I was like in uh, middle school, I oh. used to love to write little lyrics and songs and perform oh, them for my. people and stuff. 
Yeah. <laughs> it just grew over time, you know. And but I still. You still, you still. I, are you going to write any books of poetry, or are you just going to stick with the novels? Uh, right now, I'm just thinking novels, but I'm really big in the poetry community in South Florida. Uh, I have a monthly open mic that I do called Love Jones Open Mic. Okay. And and we have poets, spoken word singers, musicians, comedians all come out, and I've been really blessed with it. I usually have like over a hundred people. We got to pull out chairs, you know, and everybody coming is just an awesome vibe, kind of like an old school Love Jones vibe, you know, real okay. dark and sexy. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm in the poetry and all the poems I've been writing. The poetry book may be in the works eventually okay. you know Cause, yeah because when i wrote when 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 i um read your read the the intro in the book you know somebody that i know and that's butterfly butterfly yes man that Butterfly's is my amazing. girl that's my girl i gotta tell her that i was on your show then i gotta make sure i tell her because yeah, well, but- as a matter of fact she had a venue on at in Coconut Grove at the um I can't think of any other place, but it's a purple at the time it was a purple building. And mm-hmm. it, it was a book it was a bookstore in Coconut Grove. See, I don't know that off was, the top of my head. But Butterfly the, does does a lot. She's a career poet. That's her uh, job. Yeah. It's yeah. So she's, you know, she does a lot, lot, lot in the, in South Florida. Yeah, um, as a matter of fact, she did. She, in fact, I used to, I used to stop in to her doing the venues, a lot of the venues while while I was there. That's how when it, I saw the butterfly, I said, I don't know butterfly. Yes, that's my girl. Yeah, she she's the Love Jones open mic host. She's oh, been with wow. us from the very beginning, and she told me I better not get rid of her. <laughs> yeah, <That? laughs> <But> anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, but she, she she's awesome. She's yeah, been, she been she's awesome. She's been doing it for a while. Yeah, and I think twenty years. Yeah. But yeah. Probably 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 twenty probably a little bit more. Might be a little more. Absolutely, yeah. might be a little more. Yeah. Ho- hold on, we gonna take a we gonna my producer says time for a break. Okay. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on, y'all. We we're gonna take a break. When the producer puts the music on, that means it's time for a break. One seven two four. One seven two four 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 three four forty four. Call the number five 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 one nine pound is the number. We're talking with Tamika T J. Hope, Arthur. This is Nation Talk. Hang loose. We'll be back. That's the sound of your classmate receiving an attachment of you posing in your underwear. Your ex-boyfriend forwarding the picture to his friends. It being sent to your coach. And worst of all, your dad. All because of the time you posted those pictures on your profile. Anything you post online, anyone can see. 
so think before you post. For more information, visit www.cybertipline.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Justice, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and the Ad Council. The Labor Department says employers added 227,000 jobs in January. The unemployment rate ticked up one-tenth of one percent to 4.8 percent, yet the rate rose for mostly good reason. More Americans started looking for work. The percentage of adults working or looking for jobs increased to its highest level since September. Arr! We be under attack! Man the long nine! Arr! be boarded! Not by the enemy flagship, by garbage. The beautiful ocean be full of it these days. Many of folk don't know that when they throw their trash on the ground, it eventually makes its way into the ocean. So lend us a hand by always recycling and disposing of your trash properly. And learn more what you can do to keep the ocean healthy at KeepOceansClean.org. Brought to you by the Keep Oceans Clean Alliance and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Ronnie Wood of the Stones. Rad. You know it's okay to rock and roll and party, because I do it all the time. Just let someone else do the driving. That's what I do. Remember, rock lives, and you should too. Please don't drink and drive. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. The views of the on Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of Talk Hue, GenRadioProductionStudio.com, and its sponsors. Welcome back, folks. This is Nation Talk. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID number five 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 one nine pound. I got this jam off that. I can actually just jam off of that. That's we we are yes. we on the phone with Tanika T J Hope, author of her first novel entitled Tamika's Vendella. Hood Hood Lemonade, Tamika's Vendella. It was out last September and you can get it at Amazon. Uh, you can get it at Barnes & Noble, too, or has it gone to Barnes & Noble yet? No, but it will be this month. It'll be across all the platforms, um, Apple, iBooks, Nook, Barnes & Noble, um, but by the end of this month. It'll oh, be pushed wow. out all of those. Yes, I'm very excited about that, very. Oh, wow. Just mm-hmm. that, that, that's good. That way you get more exposure, and this, what you're doing now, is even giving you more exposure. <laughs> yes. We got an undiscovered gem here, man. We need people to people to read this book. If right. you go and look at the uh, reviews for this book, and I think that's the most rewarding part, is people, it's a five-star novel. Out of all the people that have um, reviewed the book, it's sitting at five stars. 
Wow. So that, that's like the most rewarding part for your first novel to be rated five-star on Amazon Goodreads. Yeah. Wow. Yes. My yeah. goodness. It, yeah. This is going uh, uh, that is that's that is a good thing. Very. Have, <laughs> have, have you thought about maybe later, maybe making it out of a, maybe a TV series or a movie or? I, or, I hope that that opportunity comes because that's something that a lot of people are saying too. That yeah. I, I could see this on the screen. You know, I could I could see this being a movie or like you said, a series. So, you know, I'm remaining prayful and I'm and I'm always working. You know, they say prayer without works, you know, is no good. So right. I'm right. constantly, constantly working, working and I believe that, you know, you keep playing those seeds that they're gonna grow eventually. That's good. I mean, this is I mean, this is good because um you're not the first time author I talked to. I I have a nephew who's a sci-fi wow. writer. Yes, and he has a book that's that's well. I think he has another book that's out. It's it's, it's sci-fi, more more of a sci. He more of a twisted sci-fi. Yes. I like sci-fi too. I read all genres. Okay, and yeah. and he 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 told me about just well about. Um, the self-publishing company that I also use as well, and mm-hmm. um, he has a book out. I have three out already on from this from this publishing company, and, awesome. and it's part it's part of Amazon, as a matter of fact. Um, Create Space. Yes, yes. And uh, he told me about it, and. I was listening to Steve Harvey one one day, and he was talking about jumping. Mm -hmm. And he said something about if you don't jump, you're going to be standing still and you won't be going anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I think what you're doing, you you made your jump to to do your first novel. you, You took a risk. You took a risk, which is which is a good thing. I did, and it hasn't been, you know, people think you just wake up one day and you're a published author. It, it, it's been years that I've had this manuscript, and I've been shooting it out to different publishers and found a publisher, and they wanted to change my whole story. And, you know, it's been right. a road. It, had, it wasn't like I just woke up and found a publisher. Oh, I'm published, you know. But that adds to the satisfaction because I know all the work that I put in just to get right. to this point. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I always like to tell other people, man, don't give up. Whether you self-publish, however you have to do it, if you have writing in you and a story to get out, don't give up by any means because somebody needs to read that story. Right. You know? Right. right. Yeah. And, and at the moment, I'm working on my fourth book of poems. Yeah, you gotta give me all your book info because I'd love to, you know, read your book. It's on. It's both on Amazon and and Barnes and Noble. It's on. It's and on what, both of them. Um, what, what's the name? Let's see. It's un. It's the unspoken. It's one Sunday morning. And uh, oh Lord, I forgot the other one. I if, if I go, if I go and search uh, your name, they'll all come up, right? Yeah. Amazon. Yeah. 
Okay. Just search my uh, name, Kenneth R. Jenkins, and it'll come up. All okay, three, all awesome. three books will be up, and um, it's, it's on there. I'm not making, uh, I'm, I'm not really making any revenue, but at least I made, I did jump. That's right, absolutely, absolutely. And that, that's important. Like you, I've been wanting to get published like forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it's crazy. And I bet you have so many rejection slips. I bet you have yes. a lot of rejection <laughs> slips. Yes, yes. Yep. I think every I think every right first time writer had it. Like a lot of rejection slips and they and no 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 well, we're not ready for that type yet. No, we're not ready yes. now. No. Right. Yeah. But you you jumped. And then got yes. you finally got an opportunity to do what you like what you like to do. Which which yes. is a good thing. Mhm. And that's why I like talking to first time writers because <laughs> they 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 encourage, they encourage it's inspired me. It really inspired yes. me. Yes, and I think it's because that fire is is still there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like I said, you've been working so hard just to get to that level. So when it happens, you know, like you said, I've only been, uh, you know, with the company for one year, so everything is still still real fresh for me. Oh, yeah. So I'm still real hungry and, you know, beating the pavement with the books and everything. So I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying the ride. I mean, I, I can tell by I can tell by your voice you're enjoying this. I am. <laughs> have, have you have you um have 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 they given you like um a limit of books uh, a certain amount of books you can? Yes, they do. Um, when you uh sign my contract is three books with an optional four. And I guess when the, uh, you know, when it's time for the four, the publisher and I talk and decide if we want to do a fourth or if I want to re-sign with her or move on to, you know, that's like renegotiation time. But they do give you three books I have to do and then a, a, a optional fourth book. Oh, that's mm-hmm. not bad. That's not no, bad at all. That's not bad. No, it's not. And have you done any book tours yet? Uh, actually, um, I have, like, local, of course, I've done things, but uh, this year will be my first year really touring, so oh. I'll be um, doing Chicago in April, and then Atlanta, no. June and July, and New York in, in uh, October. Oh. So I'm looking forward, yeah. Oh, you go to my to hometown, Chi-Town. Oh, that's your hometown? That's my hometown. Awesome. I've never been. So I'm really, oh, really Chicago. looking forward to that one. Yeah. You'll love Chicago. You'll love it. You'll love it, especially do Well, when when you go to Chicago in later in the spring, you go in the spring, right? We're going um April. Yeah. Oh yeah, 7th, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Seventh through the eleventh or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You you'll love Chicago in the springtime. It's it's nice. It, the weather's pretty. The weather's pretty nice. It's not too hot. Not too cool. It's just right. Just right. Yeah. Just I'm looking right. forward to it. So that's hometown, so I'm going to hit you up for some places I can, you know, eat. I love to eat. <laughs> well, I'm not too, well, well, I haven't, well, the, 
I, I haven't been there the last time. In I a long time. There, I, the last time I've been there, I spent six hours at O'Hare Airport. But okay. you can, but you can. There are some places there that I'm sure that, especially in downtown, especially in downtown or the area, I'm sure you can find somewhere nice to eat there, well, Michigan yeah. Avenue or off Lakeshore Drive or somewhere right in that part. I'm sure. You, I'm sure you could. Absolutely, um, yeah. Yeah, it's it. Like I said, Chicago is a nice town. Ah, oh, good. Now we have another person who is also an aspiring writer. Believe it or not, this must be Writers' Night. <laughs> not Writers' Cramp, but Writers' Night. Writers' uh, Night. Yes. Mike Miguel. Hey, blessing, and uh, who is this lovely young lady that's talking about Chicago? Well, this is is Tanisha uh, T.J. Hope. She's an author. Her book is entitled Hood Lemonade, Jamaica's Vendetta. It's been out um, last September, and you can get it right for right right now. You can get it at Amazon, but from what she's been telling me, It'll be in Boston, Nova, and some other and some other locations later. Later this What's year, the name right? Of the book again? Yeah, by the end of this month, it's called a uh, Hood Lemonade. Jamaica Vendetta. Get out of here. Yes. Uh, urban fiction. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a fiction. Um, I got an opportunity to read the sample, a few a few pages of the sample. Uh huh. <sighs> It, it's it, it's a it's a it's a page turner. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> it's a page turner. It it is. It's it's really it, it's it's very nice. This is a first novel, by the way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, may I ask you a question, dear? Absolutely. Okay. What uh, type of uh, format? Uh, not format, but background were you using when you said who would eliminate? Was that any particular type of um, uh, place, well, more yes. or less, like uh, well, yes, well, yes. In the in the book, she goes through a lot, a lot of things. Some of them that she can't control. So I got okay. the idea of lemons, of getting lemons and making it into lemonade because Beyonce had the big lemonade thing that was real popular right oh, before my book came yeah. out. The queen. Oh, so okay. I felt That's like. I kind of felt like, you know, Beyonce and Jay-Z are all rich, and let's bring the lemonade to the hood. Let's talk about right, the kind right. of lemonade we go through in the hood, you know? <laughs> so oh, that was yeah. kind of the premise, yeah, so, behind how we ended up with hood lemonade. Okay, so it's not about gangster and no. a whole bunch of entrapments and stuff, huh? Actually, actually, it isn't. It's a little different than the average urban book that you're going to read, which I think okay. is a good. At first, I was a little afraid because it's my first book. I'm like, I'm kind of going against the grain here. I don't know if this is good <laughs> or bad, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but the feedback has been good. The feedback has oh, been good. Well, yes. you know what? So many urban fiction out there, <clears throat> the first thing they, they talk about is between the sheet and, and a whole bunch of other stuff that, we don't usually talk about in the household right. and stuff, but we right. know that this is what's going on. So I'm just right. wondering 
that you take your direction from things that are happening in the hood, but you're talking about getting out of the hood. Right. The the character is an aspiring singer, uh, uh-huh. so the story kind of takes you from her childhood, um, witnessing a brutal rape and beating and how it affects her, and then from there she just goes through a series of events that she just can't control. And you got to read it because it got a lot of shockers. I do have a sex scene sold in. You can't have an urban book without a sex scene now. You got to Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. know? Hey, uh, <clears throat> little, little something, something, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah you, it, 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 if it's going to be from the hood, hey, it got to yeah. have some kind of, it have to have something in there. Have yeah, something yeah we have, have some. You got to have, have some. Let's have some flavor. Yes. And then, you know, some betrayal, revenge, throw it in. So it's... Okay, bring it, bring it, bring it. <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it, it's, it, it's the, the, um, the way it's written is interesting. It's not like your, it's not your average hood, um, well... Right. Well, I don't know, I would call it hood books, but... You know, it's not like mine. <laughs> not, no, it's not like your ur, ur, average urban, urban black, black urban books. It's right. A, it's, a, it's a little something, something with a little twist to it. But now all that yin yang, yada yada, and all that, my, all that, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know what? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I, I had to go hood there for a minute. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go. I had. I had to go hood there for a minute because they 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 they, 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 they don't, I don't think nobody feel. I don't think nobody feel me. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I felt mean? you, Kenneth. You know what I mean? I felt you, Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I feel you. I feel. I feel you, brother. Yeah, but when I was telling, like I was telling Kenneth, my whole view of this book was to be an inspiration to people. I wanted to entertain them, but I just wanted them to feel so heavy reading it. Like, oh my gosh, this girl, somebody help her, you know. <laughs> and then for her to be able to overcome all that might inspire people that might be going through something in their own lives, you know. Yeah, right. you never know. You never know. Somebody out there might have gone. Excuse me, might have gone through the same thing Jamika went through. Right. Especially with a gunpoint. That that's the part that tripped me out. I mean, she's standing there with a gun in her face, and she had this flashback. I'm going, yes. This this girl bad. <laughs> <laughs> she is definitely uh, a bad girl. Yeah. You're, right. you're not writing a little bit about yourself, are you? Oh, uh, I plead the fifth. Look, <laughs> <laughs> that's a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we every talking, author, every author gonna have a little yeah, bit of, yeah, we talk about of that. their character. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that before you came on. That that sometimes the author has to put a little bit of herself in it, a little mm-hmm. bit in it, in that well, way to make, to make it more, to make the book that, interesting. You know I mean? It makes it realistic. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes it realistic. It makes it interesting. Make it good reading. Um. It, and make you and it make you want to read some more. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's just like a person talking about oh about cigarettes. Don't be smoking cigarettes. You ever smoke this drink? No, man, I don't smoke that. Man, what? Well, how in the world are you gonna tell me about smoking cigarettes 
and you ain't never, uh, you know, had one in your mouth. So get off the Absolutely. No, no marriage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it's, I'm telling you, um, I also see that you are, you write your screenplay writer? Or you, have you, have you, are you, have you dabbled into, yet into screenplay writing yet? You know, I want to get back into that. I studied uh, screenplay writing a little bit at Dillard School of the Arts, but I mm-hmm. really got away from that and went more, you know, into novel writing and things like that. But with people telling me that they think that it would make a good, you know, play on the screen, yeah. I, that's actually what I've been thinking of next, is to go back and take some classes it, on it, um, screenplay writing. Well, what's you the, know, TV TV One is uh, offering a... Uh, Something like for the uh, for the conference uh, down in Miami this summer. Really? Yeah. yeah. So check them out. I'm gonna have to look into it. No, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. It, it, Cause I was it, thinking about putting I was thinking about putting my book up there. You know what I mean? But I <clears throat> but for the time of um, they want you to submit the submission form time. Like mm-hmm. right around the corner, and I and I know I couldn't make a video or, or do something that fast, so you know what I mean. But I'm gonna still pursue it in such a way where it's, you know, who knows, one day. Yes, right. Because a right. lot of our stories could be told on TV rather than a whole lot of bang bang and, and cut through. Yes. you know what I mean. Come on. Yes, I do. I do. In other words, and then it's the depiction of the. It's the depiction of the hood and the poverty-stricken areas that it gives it to. You know what I mean? Yeah, like every story out of the hood off. doesn't have to be. Yeah. 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 All we do in the hood is smoke crack, uh, <clears throat> gap. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, Kill and each other. Set on the block. You know what I mean? And talk, right. and talk, talk junk. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so much. My it's, language. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Because that's it, what they think about us. That's that's what they think about us. Yeah. So everybody, I, I think, all women ain't no hoe, and every guy not, right. a, 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 not no uh, a, a drug dealer. Drug dealer, uh, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I totally agree, yes. And some of us got homes in the hood. We're stuck here because the, 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 the gangs and the crooks took over because everybody abandoned us. Yes. And and uh, there's a there's a strong knit community in the hood too. You know, I know things are changing now, but I know when I was coming up, I mean, Miss Susie from down the street, of get your butt if you're doing wrong. You know what I mean? It was kind of like everybody kind of looked out for each other. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Hold on. Seems to be fading away nowadays, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I know. Yeah. Hold on. Um, we're gonna come oh. back. We're gonna take a break for a moment here. And come right back. This is good stuff. We're we're talking with Tamika uh, T.J. Hope, who's the author of Tamika on uh, uh, Hood Lemonade. Tamika's Vendella is out now on Amazon.com, and at towards the end of this month, you'll be able to get it in at um, Barnes and Noble. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. This is Nation Talk. Thank you. 
Can you tell if the surfaces in this kitchen are crawling with bacteria that could cause chronic arthritis? Listen. Can't, can you? You can't see it either. Wash surfaces, utensils, and hands frequently with soapy water while preparing food, especially when handling raw meats or eggs. Raw food may contain bacteria that can make you very sick or worse. One in six Americans will get sick from food poisoning this year, and roughly 3,000 will die. But you can keep your family safer by cleaning with soap and water as you go. Learn more about this and other important information. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. That's foodsafety.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. That last department looked more like a tool shed. That's because it was a tool shed, dear. I thought I'd show you the less than desirable apartments first because your credit is less than acceptable. But no worries, plenty of apartments. Let's try this one. It's a broom closet. Don't be silly, dear. It was a broom closet. Now it's apartment 3AA. Potential landlords can and will check your credit before giving you a lease. Don't let your credit put you in a bad place. Go to controlyourcredit.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Treasury and the Ad Council. This is the story of a boy wizard whose name was Larry Smarter. Larry, why weren't you in Professor Dickie Doodle's mythical creature classification class? Larry wanted to go to college, so he visited knowhowtogo.org to find which classes he really needed. You missed the lesson on telling dragons from dragonflies. Right. Um, I want to go to college, so I'm taking Algebra 2, Biology, and a Foreign Language. Foreign Language? You mean so you can talk to unicorns? Well, not exactly. Unless they're French. But Larry had no time for unicorns, or even for Miss Petunia Tootie's time-traveling tutorial, which met every other yesterday at 25 o'clock. Sorry, I'm late. My star clock game went into overtime. And he knew knowhowtogo.org was way better than hoping for a snockball scholarship. So, while his friends all aced invisibility, when Larry finally got to college, they were nowhere to be seen. Brought to you by the American Council on Education, Lumina Foundation for Education, and the Ad Council. The views of the Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of Talk Show, Jam Radio Productions, com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk. <laughs> Almost at the top of the hour, we're gonna talk a little bit more. Then we're gonna cut for a. We're gonna, gonna cut away for uh for the top of the hour. Somebody tell me what the score is, because I don't know what the score is. Uh, I was trying to keep up with it. Last time I checked, it was twenty twenty-one to three or. Something like that. I, I can't remember. I'm I'm trying to keep up with it as well. Uh, what is it? Patriots twenty one? I mean uh Falcons twenty one huh? What's twenty one to three? Okay. All right. That's not a football game. Yeah, it's it's a slow game. <laughs> a lot of mistakes. A lot of mistakes. I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep up with the. I'm trying to keep up with the the 
Super Bowl as well while I'm, while I'm doing this. I did this yeah. last year. Well, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, well, anyway, um, we were talking about okay. We were talking about more about um, writing. Um, if you wasn't doing what you're doing now as a IT as an IT person, mm-hmm. would you be doing this professionally as a? Well, would you do writing professionally for someone Absolutely. or for yourself? Absolutely, that's the goal. Actually, you know, um, you know, just getting published, just starting out, so I'm not making enough money to live off of yet. So right. I consider my IT job as the fuel to the dream. You know what oh. I mean? <laughs> the lights got to stay on, we got to eat, but ultimately I'm a writer to the heart. It's what makes me happy. It's what gives me life, you know? There you go. So even even before I was published, I still was writing because I just love it. So I'm hoping, you know, eventually I will be able to full-time, you know, be an author and poet and make a living off of it. That's the goal. <laughs> you you. Yeah, you know you want you know you ought to, and I'm. This is just a suggestion to have a blog. I, someone else suggested that to me. I, I, you know, I think I, you know, I have to just kind of figure out because I guess I was thinking with the blog, you have to be so on top of it, and with my schedule, it's kind of hard. Right. But I had a lady telling me that you know you could do a blog where you update it once a week or. You Once know, a month or what? You know, daily. Yeah, you, you could do it whenever. I have one, two, three blogs, especially one blog for this program. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, what I do is most of the time I just put on either I'll write something or I'll or I'll just put the you know. A, Put the broadcast I had on the last broadcast on uh, yes on there to you know let people hear here and there. Um, yes. But WordPress is a good is a good blog. If that's a good place to start, because I, I that's why I have WordPress. Okay, all right. I'm going to look into that. Yeah, just check it out and see how you like it. Um, that um you don't have to. I mean, they they have the premium thing, but I got the free. I got the freebie. <laughs> you talking my language, look. <laughs> exactly. The the less the better. Right. Because what the blog you can even you can keep up with your audience. You can um you can you can um even if you want if you want you can put excerpts of your of your novel or. Or uh, if you're traveling someplace, you can blog. Hey, I'm in Chicago. Yeah, you know, pictures and things like that, and it's it's really it's really a unique, it's really really unique blog um, place for bloggers. I have three of them for three different yes. three different things, and blog and one of the blogs is for this for this particular venue, which is Nation Talk, which I mm-hmm. like. I said I'll. I'll I'll make I'll blog comments on different on different articles or I and plus I um put on repeats of programs so people can hear it other people can hear it 
Um, yeah, if they miss it, they can go back and listen. Yeah, they can. If they miss it, they can go back to. They can go back to WordPress, or they can go directly to TalkShoot. Because I got every, I got every program that I've done <laughs> on the on on TalkShoot. Yes. And they can just go back and they, they, I guess they can download it if they like. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's there for it's it's there for the audience. Um, I always ask writers this: Who are who inspire you, and what are your favorite writers? Don't answer yet. Okay. Don't answer yet. Okay. Uh, because we're because we're almost at the top of the hour. Okay. And, and uh, I'm and that question for you is also for you, Mike. Um, we're, we're almost at the top of the hour, and I want to I want to do this first. Um, where is it? Bye 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 bye. But anyway, oh here it is. I want to give my condolences to a friend of mine who passed away. Um, the Miles family. Um, um, Jackie, Leander, Eleanor, and Janice. I want to give. I want to give them my condolences to them and to their family and the going home, going of their mother. I knew their mother very well, and she. Um, she has, she was one sweetheart of a lady, and I just want to give my give my condolences out to them, and to all those who've lost a loved one. Also, want to give my condolences to all of all of you there, all all of you as well. Uh, teach boys early that violence against women is wrong. Learn how to start the conversation at. TeachEarly.org, brought to you by Preachers Without Violence and the Ag Council. We are definitely coming up to the top of the hour. Think about the question, y'all. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is Nation Talk. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. The views of the Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of TalkShoe, Jam Radio Productions, SonyHead.com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk. Good evening, and welcome to the second half 
of Nation Talk. We are talking with Tanika T.J. Hope, who's my who's the author, who's my guest, and is author of her first novel, Hood Lemonade. Jamika's Vendetta is out now on Amazon.com. By the end of the month, it should be should be in Barnes and Noble. And we're talking with her. We've been talking with her for the last hour. As we continue our conversation with uh, with with our guest of the hour. <laughs> Well, we at the second hour, and uh, I guess you could say this is the halftime part of our program. <laughs> and as I said, we're talking with Tamika T.J. Hope, who's the author of her first novel, Good Lemonade, Tamika's Vendetta, which was released last September, and now is out on Amazon.com. You can go to Amazon.com slash TJ Hope. You can find it there. And hopefully by the, I believe you said, by the end of the month, it should be in Barnes & Noble and other venues. We are looking forward to that. Now, the question at hand, who were, who is, who inspires you? What what writer inspires you? Now, what uh, writer inspires me um, is Omar Tyree, and I actually had the pleasure of meeting him uh, last year um, yeah. in Atlanta. But Omar Tyree's Fly Girl, his uh, Fly Girl was the very first urban book I ever read, and it was like, that moment when you say you can do something, you know what I mean? Before yeah. then, I never read another urban book. Every book I read was like Nancy Drew, you know, oh, yeah. and all yeah. the things they give you yeah. in school. But it wasn't people that were relatable, that were like like us and from where we were from. So when I read that book, it, it just blew my mind. Like, oh, my gosh, I could, I can write a book about people <laughs> that's like us. <laughs> and when I met him, I told him. I said, really? you are my inspiration. You are the reason why I'm a writer right now. You let me know that I could do it. Well, so, yeah. Oh, my yeah. Tyree. Oh, I've my seen Tyree. His, I've, I've seen his book. I've seen his books on, especially in the library. Yeah. And one, see, one, one library is here. A whole yeah, black section. Everywhere. I'm going, and <laughs> I'm going. Who is this person? I'm taking out books and going. Who is this person here? It's just oh my Tari person. I mean, yeah. I'm like, oh, what's the name of the book? Um, it was the the, the very first one, um, which I believe is what made him a best-selling author. It's called Fly Girl with two Y's, F L Y Y Girl. I think I've seen that one. Yeah, I it's the, the that one that he's known for the most, but he has a lot of a lot of books. Oh boy, yeah. mm-hmm. man! Hey, yeah. how how you? I mean, I'm I'm I 
I'm going to confess up. I have a <laughs> I have a hard time starting a novel. I got yeah. I have the hardest time starting it up. I'll be all geared up for it, and all of a sudden I just I I drop it for a while, and I come back to it, and I drop mm-hmm. it. I, now, right now I'm, I'm just on the first few pages right now of, of, of mm-hmm. um, first few pages right now. It, yes. it, it's and it's a um, well it's it's a mystery um, oh, awesome. I'm working on. It's hard. I mean, how? I mean, it 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 does. I I try to tell myself that I need to write something every day, mm-hmm. and everybody has those days. So there are all those days where I go to the computer and I type a word and I say, you know what, that's it for today because nothing's flowing. It's just, you know, like I'm trying to make something happen and it's not happening. And then the next day I just try again, you know, and then sometimes that next day I really don't feel like, but let me just type a word. And then all of a sudden the ideas are in the head and they just start flowing out like water. So it's kind of like waves, you know. Right. And then sometimes ideas hit me when I'm not at the computer, like in the morning for some reason. I don't know if that's when your head is the most clear. Yeah. But sometimes in the morning I wake up with my characters on my head and I'm seeing in my head this whole chapter, basically, of things that they're doing. And I get to record on my phone and I start talking it out on my phone. And then later when I get back, I'll write it, you know. Mm-hmm. So those are the ways that I usually keep the story developing. Wherever I'm at when it hit me, I just go ahead and record it. I mean, I mean it, it's, it's, I mean, it's hard. For me, it's, some people can just go and write for hours, and mm-hmm. and stop, and come right back to it, and write, and write fifty pages, and right. But I remember one book I was working on, and I did, I wrote it, um, longhand, and I lost the book. Oh, I lost it, and I cannot find it, so I had to go back and read, try to rethink now everything that's hard. that. That I wrote. That's tough. Yes. I mean, I was getting. I think I was like seventy pages, handwritten pages in. Like I think it's like sixty or seventy pages in. I mean, I was hammering it out because I was going to type it out. You know, type it out later. Gone. Yes. Gone. Now I got to go back and redo it again, and just retry to think of try to. Uh, Think of a, think of what you had and think what I it, had it's or, tough and, when you have and, to do it that way. Yeah, and add on to it, and then then go back and add to stuff that you to to new stuff, and I don't know. It, it's that with poetry, that's no problem. I can bang out a I can bang out poetry like it's nothing. Uh, I sure hope whenever you're in town, I would love would love for you to attend the uh, open mic. If you love poetry, you would really really enjoy it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I haven't been to the last venue I was in was Augusta. Mhm. And they had it for those. Well, it was doing her. It was doing the hurricane season. We we spent. Um, we. Been up there in, in Augusta doing doing the hurricane doing when when the hurricane came through here came through um, mm-hmm. this area and they had a group from Augusta 
that came in that was they were singers, poets, and other artists. Yes. And yes. they came in, and I I I had this old raggedy notebook. Of, in fact, I got it sitting here right in front of me, open to the page I'm going to be of the of my page sixty. Yeah, page sixty already. <laughs> and I, all I did was I just picked out uh, I just picked out a poem from this old raggedy notebook that I, I, I had for a long time, and I read. Read something, yeah, and and, uh, and the rest was that was the last time I did one for a long, long time. Because I used to go to yeah. venues in South Florida all the time, down in Miami, yeah. I used to go to all the time. But yeah. kind of, but here in Savannah, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to find a venue um, that does like, it. Yeah, that that really does it. Um, we had one guy that used to do it all the time, but he passed away, Clinton Powell. Yeah. And um, he's passed away now, but he used to be everywhere. And he used, to yeah. do, he used to do these open mic things, and it was so it was so wonderful. I used to follow him around like I did, uh, like I did uh, uh, Butterfly. Butterfly, yeah. <laughs> I used to follow her around. I'd be thinking, is she following me or I'm following her? Or am around? I following her, right? <laughs> right. I mean, if I see her venue, there she is. I see another, I see one venue and I see another venue, there she is again. All right. Yeah, she's still that way. She's still that way. And she yeah. still travels like she do. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's the hardest person to to. She's a hard person to get a hold to. I've been trying to get her to come on, come on here for the longest, and it's it's really hard to get her on because there's a there's a certain time she she travels. I know. That. Yeah. Um, but I will pass the information because I see her a lot since we do the open mic together. Yeah. And as a matter yeah. of fact, the next one is this coming Thursday. So okay. I'll make sure I pass the information along because I'm sure she'd love to come on and talk to you. Oh, boy. It would, oh, my God. It mm-hmm. would be so wonderful to hear from her again. It, I have not talked with her. I have not seen her since I left since I left South Florida. Oh, my and how, how long ago was that that you left uh, South Florida? Oh, boy, it was in... Oh boy, what was it? Um, I think it was oh five, oh. Okay, so like ten years or so. Yeah, a little well over ten years. Yeah, it's been a little over ten years since I since because I spent a lot of time. I spent ten years in in. I lived in ten. I lived ten years in Miami. Yes. And I used to follow, I used to follow almost, almost like foot to foot, like the old people <laughs> say. And she um, was so gracious enough, especially over in her main, I remember the main venue on Friday nights was in Coconut Grove. I mm-hmm. cannot think of the name of the place. All I remember is the Green Building. That's all I know. That's all I can remember right now. Right. It's a green building. I used to go there on Friday nights, 
the Metrorail used to run all night, but since they, I had to leave in order to catch the bus, in order to catch the train, the, the Metro, um, home, I had to catch it before midnight or before, you know, before 11, by 11 o'clock. So I had to right. leave, I had to leave there, but I when the trains used to run all night, I used to I used to stay there until midnight along with them and take the train and and I'm in up and I'm sitting on the on the metro rail riding madly. I mean just after after soaking all that in, I'm sitting there just yeah. riding, just riding, mm-hmm. it, it, and it inspires me. I mean, yeah, it, it is very inspiring. It, it's very inspiring, especially when you be talk to, when you hear other writers or other poets talk. Yes. Oh, yes. especially other poets. Oh my goodness, you be writing yes. for days. <laughs> yes, it leaves you with such a good feeling, man. I say like a high or something. Oh yeah. I be on every oh yeah. Time oh, I be yeah. just such a great feeling that you have. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it, it is. It, it, it is so. It is such a great feeling talking to other writers and mm-hmm. and hearing And it's like their a ideas. hidden understanding oh, yeah. that you have among each other. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, camaraderie. It's like writers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a yeah. it's a it's a uh not only a camaraderie, it's a um Kind of like a connection, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like a, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Like a, yeah. I, I, and I said the, and I and I mentioned the word this morning in my sermon. I can't remember now. I can't remember the word now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the word now. But bonding, it's like bonding. That's the word bonding. Yes, bonding. Absolutely. It's like a bonding yes. between writers and writers. When writers and writers talk, they they speak each other's language. Yes. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> hmm. That's true. Hmm, that, that I I need to write that one down. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I tell you, this has been a fun night. It's, yes, it has. It, it it is it it's it's really great to talk to another writer. Especially, like I said, talking to the writers. I found your, I found your bio in Writers Net. Yeah. That's how I got your bio. Mm-hmm. And your pictures, so I can know. Oh, so this is how she look. Oh. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> okay, I said. Oh, my my wife said you look like a writer. Oh, tell her thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Sometimes people think I'm a guy because TJ. You know, oh, yeah. TJ Ho, they think it's a guy. So they see, but they're like, oh, that's a girl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't feel bad because yeah. there was a writer a long time ago. I can't remember the writer's name, but it was a it was a woman, but she used a man's name. I can't remember the, I can't remember the author's name. Yes. But she used a man's name in order to get into the publishing, mm-hmm. and it worked. Yeah, it worked, and then now you got more. Now you got more. Um, you got a lot of female writers out here, a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. Especially in the, especially the urban, especially the, especially the, the black urban 
um, um genre, yeah. Genre, yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. a, a whole lot of them, like um, Omar Therese and and so many yeah. others. And, and it's That's not, true. It's not just um, Tony Morrison and you know those and the other writers out there. It's not just them now. It's you got these bright new shiny new writers out yeah. here that is is who is taking over which is good absolutely it is good the, the is good. genre is really growing it's like in a period that is really really growing where you have people that don't generally read you know urban fiction and starting to to read it so i think that's a really good thing it is it is mm-hmm. well this has been a fun hour it has. Can I tell your listeners how to follow me on um, sure. social media? All right, sure. awesome. On on Facebook, I'm author TJ Hope, and then on Instagram and Twitter, I'm author underscore TJ Hope. Um, if you would like to read more of my works, I have some of my poetry and short stories on my website. My website is TanishaHope.com. That's T-A-N-I-S. H A H O P E dot com. I went on there and, and I went on there. Nice, nice. Thank you. Nice, very nice. I, I, <laughs> Thank I you. like. I, that's a very nice um, website. Very nice website. Thank you. And again, congratulations on your first on your first novel. It. I we. I know we're gonna hear more. More from you by especially the second one because we're going to find yes. out what happened to Jamaica yes. and, and how Jamaica got out that got the jam from the first time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'll be getting with you to get you a copy so you can uh you know finish reading because I know you got to read a sample but I want you to you know read everything that's in there so I'm oh, going to make sure I get boy. you a copy. <sighs> Yeah, man, that girl. Yeah, um, I got something for the Miss Hope here. Uh, do you? What type of poetry do you uh, do write? Uh, you speak. Um, mostly free verse um poetry, and um <laughs> usually it's in my genre, so I do poetry and all kind of stuff. Um. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I okay. have poems on all kind of stuff. Okay, I have a proposition for you. Yes. If you don't mind, I yes, I do I'm a uh, television show on Mondays, uh, 5.30 to 6.30 in the evening. Mm-hmm. And I've been looking for a, a port that could maybe come on personally or either call in just to give a uh, sample of their, of their work or whatever. Oh, and I love I that. If you would like to call, call in tomorrow. All right, I will. Um, well, we're doing I... a, uh, I'm starting the Black History Month because uh, last week was, uh, well, Wednesday was the first of the month, right? Yeah. So Monday will, be a, Monday will be our first TV show for Black History Month, plus we did something on love. So anything concerning with love or black history or black people? Right. Or 
All right, I have forms on both of those topics, so that that will be good. Okay. Uh, all right, okay. Um, will you contact me with all of the information to call and everything? Uh, you have a pen and pencil? Hold on one sec. A writer always has a pen and pencil. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Not necessary, so... Oh, let's see the search. Wait, wait, wait. I gotta sign a pen and pencil here. I gotta sign <laughs> one. Uh, uh, I actually have one, but let's see if this one will work. It's not working <laughs> on me. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, every code two o three. Mhm. Three four five. Oh one. Oh three. Okay, and what time should I call in? Uh. A little about five thirty-five or five forty. Okay. Because I go on live at five thirty exactly. By the time I intro, do the intro, say a couple of words, then uh, you call in, then I can like introduce you, and then let let people know that you get uh, that you want to do a form or something. Okay. And, you know, like all right. All right. That sounds good. I will. Thank you. And then we can you can uh, say a couple words about your book, yada yada yada. But let's see, like this is one of those uh, how you call it uh, programs where we can't advertise because it's a community type uh, right. show. But gotcha. there's always a way of public access. <laughs> it's one of the public <laughs> access programs. Um, stage. Hey, I guess right. guess what? Uh, tomorrow I'm going to be live. A Facebook Live on my uh, TV program, so awesome. So, so you know what I mean. And I do All have right. listeners calling in from California and Philadelphia and a couple other places. Uh, Brother Kenny don't want to call in. I'm so upset with him. It's because of, it, it depends on on my work schedule. Because sometimes I call in early. Sometimes I'll be running. Because I know definitely tomorrow. I won't be able to because I have a doctor's appointment. Oh, okay. No problem. I'm just messing with you. I know. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> there be sometimes I, I, I'll be wanting to call in. I'm going, oh, man. And it'd be, it'd be, always, it'd be time over there. I say, oh, well, I'm going to try to catch him again. Cause it was again. Like, yep. That's the way it goes. You know what I mean? <sighs> okay. Okay. I really appreciate that. And uh, like I said, you can call in. That's, that's the number directly to the air. Okay. So, I will. Um, I'll, I'll call in. It'll most likely it'll be like a, between five thirty-five and five forty. I'll call in. Okay. Uh, what area are you are you located? I'm located in South Florida. Oh, you down there in the what's called not Clearwater, but um, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Okay. Keep mm-hmm. closer to Miami. Yes. <laughs> There's the people in Fort Lauderdale area. Okay. I got family. I got some family there too. <laughs> ah. And you from? Because you from Jersey. You from Jersey? Yeah. Yeah. I was born in in Jersey, but I'm a Florida girl now. I was came here when I was six, and I've been here ever since. Oh, so I think okay. I have yeah. kind of a funny accent from it because even people from here say, "Where are you from?" Uh huh. I'm like, I've been here almost my whole life, but I think my accent got a little. You know, different along the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, cause yeah don't, don't. The, the I can hear. Jersey, hey, the people from Jersey have a different type of cough. You know what I mean? 
Yes. <laughs> Isn't Joycey? And and you know when I came here I used to, I had it heavy. I used to say talk and walk and talk. my kids are cruel. They used to pick on me so bad that I actually <laughs> tried to change it. You know, I'm like I gotta say talk, like the Floridians talk, not talk, you know. <laughs> oh my yeah. wife has a bad she, oh she has a bad cause she's from New York. She's a yes. New Yorker. Yes. <laughs> Don't let us say coffee. It's a coffee. Right. Coffee. You know, you need some coffee, you know. Coffee. Nothing wrong with a little coffee, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. TJ, it has been All a right. pleasure. And we, I know yeah. I'm going to get you again. Definitely have got to, I definitely have to get you again, especially when you do the second novel. Oh, or... Or when the book comes out to be a movie or in development as a movie or all the above. Either way. Right. We're claiming it, yes. (laughs) Okay, then I'll talk with you tomorrow. Y'all have a blessed night, and thank you again. Thank you. Bless yourself, okay? All righty. Bye-bye now. You too. Bye-bye now. Oh, that was good. That was. Hold on. Because we got well, we got some topics tonight. We got some topics tonight. Uh anyway. Y'all, y'all hang up y'all hang uh, hang hang tight. We'll be back in a moment. This is Nation Talk on Talk Show. Is this radio spot where Nikki Baker's life, it would start pretty normal, like this. But But then, then, right around here, her life would take a bad turn with her mother abusing her. And about this far in, Nikki would drop out of high school and run away. Here, she'd be forced to work two jobs struggling to support herself and her daughter. She'd feel stuck, stuck, stuck. But then, she'd decide to earn her GED diploma. She'd take my prep classes. Study every night and feel unstuck. Because she finally hears someone say, Nikki Baker, come up and get your GED diploma. If this radio spot were Nikki Baker's life, the ending wouldn't be the ending at all. It would be the beginning of a brighter future. For free info about GED test prep classes, call 1-877-38-YOUR-GED or visit yourged.org. GED is a registered trademark of the American Council on Education. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Hello, this is Rod Stewart for RAD. Your lifestyle is your business. But when you drive drunk, you become everybody's business. Don't drink and drive. Be smart, plan ahead, and choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives, and so should you. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. Now, views, opinions, and nation talk are not necessarily views. I talk to you, Jam Radio Productions, com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk. Isn't T-Mobile fantastic soup, unlimited data, taxes and fees included? It's everything.
going to start here with the breaking news. As we come on the air, a fresh setback for President Trump on immigration. Just hours ago, a federal appeals court rejecting the administration's request to restore that controversial travel ban. And just so everyone's up to speed on these fast and serious legal developments, this all started nine days ago when President Trump signed that executive order temporarily banning all refugees plus visitors from seven majority Muslim countries that set up protests at the airports and a flurry of legal challenges. On Friday, a judge in Seattle issued a temporary restraining order blocking parts of the travel ban. And then just last night, the Trump administration appealed that decision and asked for that restraining order to be lifted. And then early this morning, an appeals court rejected that request. So many questions, so many angles here. We have team coverage, and we're going to start with ABC's David Wright, who's with the president in Palm Beach, Florida. David, good morning to you. Good morning, Dan and Paula. It was a long night for the lawyers as this drama played out in a federal appeals court overnight. At this point, the case is likely to go all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court, and it's worth noting that the legal battle over the travel ban is likely to drag out longer than the ban itself would have. Overnight, a major setback for the Trump administration. No sooner did the Department of Justice appeal its case to the Ninth Circuit, but hours later, motion denied. The Federal Appeals Court rejected the government's bid to immediately restore the travel ban. Outside Mar-a-Lago, protesters made sure they could be heard. Inside Mar-a-Lago, President Trump insisted he's confident he'll prevail in his bid to keep out refugees and visitors from seven predominantly Muslim countries. All day long, he went on a tirade, attacking the Seattle judge who dared to defy him. And my question to you is, have there been terrorist attacks in the United States by refugees or other immigrants from the seven countries listed? Uh, since 9-11. Trump's tweets came fast and furious. The opinion of this so-called judge is ridiculous and will be overturned. Many very bad and dangerous people may be pouring into our country, a terrible decision, and the judge opens up our country to potential terrorists and others that do not have our best interests at heart. Bad people are very happy. Even as the appeals process continues, at home and abroad, the protests show no signs of letting up. Meanwhile, Trump's answer to Bill O'Reilly in an interview set to air before the Super Bowl is raising eyebrows as well. Do you respect Putin? I do respect him. Do you? Why? Well, I respect a lot of people, but that doesn't mean I'm going to get along with him. Putin's a killer. A lot of killers. We got a lot of killers. Why, well, you think our country's so innocent? Remarkable statement from the President of the United States. This was a wide-ranging interview, unfortunately, taped Friday at the Thank White you. House before all of this this weekend. Dan and Paula? We're going to be talking about that Russia comment in just a second. But All right. Well, you just heard it. Well, you just heard it. You heard it all. <laughs> Uncle Donald pisses off some piss-off immigrants. <laughs> Hey, but you know what? The bad part about it is that some of those immigrants that he he uh, uh, defying, whatever, are good people. Oh yeah, them. and they're the one that own property, own your local gas station, own your stores, your bodegas, <laughs> got property. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not like 
uh, uh, Juju and Jojo down the street uh, down there selling crack. Okay. So he's talking about students and uh, professional people that that try to go back and forth to visit their house. Those those uh, violent people, they don't be traveling like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So so rather than to have a, a blanket ban, individualize. You know what I mean? Investigate, interview. You got you got cell phones. You you can say a word, uh, two or three words on your cell phone. You'll be uh, how you call it, pointed out. You'd be under the under on the radar. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me? You mean to tell me the FBI and the CIA don't have an idea of who's who and and what's what and what phone numbers they can tap into and all that stuff? Come on, give me a break. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know he's pissing off a lot of people. That a there's lot of a that there's a there was a. Um, there was a lady I forgot was on the news who was trying to see. I think somebody in her, somebody in her family that is left in the, in the country. Now she can't go back over there to see um, family members because of this ban. Wow, it's 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 terrible. And what about the people that over there can't get back over here <laughs> that got homes and families? Exactly. You know what I mean? So it, it it's a it, – he, he, he's messing up really big time. And that's why – that's what – like I said, they voted for him. That's their problem. That's their sickness. That's, that's what they have to deal with. I don't have to deal with it. Really? Uh, but guess guess what uh guess what I ran into? What? They having a meeting down in Tennessee. The uh like a white supremacist meeting. Oh uh, yeah. That's one they used to talk about make America white again. Oh yeah. All right, but anyway, they're a meeting, and one of the reporters was interviewing one of the big shots there uh, about why. Uh, why the white people think that they should be superior, like the uh, third right in Germany. So they were telling about how, well, the whites are more intelligent than blacks, and and, uh, and uh, even the Chinese are more intelligent than some of the whites. So I was like saying, like, oh, and this guy went to Washington to enter the uh, uh, news person, right? Right. And Donald Trump had him throw it out. The band that you had throw it out. They was on the news about, about having them throw it out, right? Because right. he wanted to ask a question. But the point of it is, is that this is a movement that we have to really take thought about. You know what I mean? Right. It's it, almost like the rebirth of the Ku Klux Klan, which had never been gone, which haven't gone anywhere. But it's like a quietness. But now it's being re rebirthed, reestablished. Yeah. So we have to really pay attention to these things that's coming down the road, man. It is. It, oh my goodness! It, it's 
it's a, it, this is a trip and a half. Okay. The, uh, already. <laughs> yeah, already. And it's only been, what, a few weeks? Two, yeah. About a couple of weeks since I've uh, been in office? Let's see, which I'll play. I'll play this one. Donald Trump, Uncle Donald slams dumb refugee deal with Australia after worst phone call. Let's see. Hold on. Yeah. With the body language. Donald Trump animated. Oh, His chief okay. strategist, Stephen Bannon, distracted. And national security... Alright, here you go. With hindsight, we could have read the body language. Donald Trump animated. His chief strategist, Stephen Bannon, distracted. And National Security Advisor Michael Flynn brooding in the corner. All the President's men had had a long day in the Oval Office. The call to Malcolm Turnbull was the last of five with world leaders. And the Prime Minister gave a business-like report of its tone. I had a constructive call with President Trump yesterday. The White House had an altogether different version and has briefed it out to the Washington Post. This was the worst call by far, the President's quoted saying, after hanging up 25 minutes into a scheduled hour-long call. It was described to me as, uh, as contentious, certainly, and at times hostile. Hostilities had broken out when Malcolm Turnbull asked Mr Trump to honour his refugee resettlement deal made with Barack Obama. All week he's been convinced he would. These conversations are uh, conducted candidly, frankly, uh, privately. Not anymore. The exasperated president's gone public. Do you believe it? The Obama administration agreed to take thousands of illegal immigrants from Australia. Why? I will study this dumb deal, he tweeted. He's well, crab walking away from us. <laughs> no, no, I don't think that's... I, 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 no, that's not... Ben, this is not a deal that he would have done. Donald Trump's made that much abundantly clear. The leaked account of his chat with Mr Turnbull had him saying this is the worst deal ever, believing he's going to get killed politically and suggesting Australia was trying to export the next Boston bombers. We've never had a president, in my memory, uh, who has bullied our friends in this way. The White House has been waging a determined campaign to cast doubt over the deal, starting with a call to the ABC's Washington bureau chief and following up with a written statement earlier today that the president is still considering whether or not he'll move forward with this deal. The arrangement stands until it's revoked, and the government maintains that officials are still working on applying it. But privately, even a minister concedes that Trump hates this deal, despite the public position that everything's locked in. We have certainly received uh, an assurance that the agreement remains in place. The President assured me that he would uh, continue with uh, honour the uh, agreement we entered into. The government, like the refugees, has a helpless weight on the whim of a no-rules President. Oh, boy. Well, what, refu what refugees coming from Australia to here? It's the, it's the refugees, um, I believe it's those, um, I think it's the Syrians. Oh, that, yeah? I think okay. it's the Syrians and whoever else that was, that's over there, um, that's over in Australia. From what from what I can tell from this story, they, the um, 
Obama administration had a deal to, I think, it's to release, is to, to I guess, to release the, the refugees or get the refugees from Australia and bring them here, or, or vice versa, or, or however, however the thing goes. Uh-huh. And so Uncle Donald is pissing off the Australian government. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Okay, now first it's the refugees, now it's Australia, Okay, who is he going to piss off now? He's going to, I guess he's going to piss off um, the Chinese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. The Chinese and the Russians are, uh, what do you call it? Those are special people, special perps. Well, he's always, he, he, I, I don't know him, but I forgot him and, him and, and um, what's his face, of the Russian President, I forgot their buddy, buddy. Yeah, and he, he borrows money from the Chinese, so you know what I mean. Yeah, and Obama, him, the him, um, Putin and Obama did not really were. They were not very chummy, to be nope. really be honest with you. They wasn't. It, it was pretty. It was much a pretty much a icy relationship between the two. Very and now, icy. Putin and uh, and uh, and uh, and, uh, and brother Trump, Trump, a good friend. Oh yeah, the him and Uncle Donald. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that part. So those two countries are like off limits. Don't touch them. Don't talk about them. Don't mess with them. Mm-hmm. All right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody else. <laughs> the okay. British. The yeah, British and all the rest of them people, boys. He yeah, I, with him. Look like he's about to. Look like he's about to. I just hope he don't piss the the, the British off. Cause the British, when they get pissed off, they really be pissed off. And they <laughs> they are really. I mean, they are really pissed. The, the Australians, they they they, they bloody they, they bloody pissed off with the they, they bloody pissed off with them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, God, that that Donald Trump, he, I don't know what the president was wants, you know. He could, I'll put him on the Barbie and and, and fire him up, you know. Don't don't put him on the Barbie, man. Come on now. Yeah, put put him on the Barbie, you know. Put him on the Barbie and they'll just fire him up. Maybe he'll warm up to us. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Hold on. Be nice. Be nice, we got, brother. We got a hell of a program coming up. <laughs> I'm sorry, Australia. That's not... I can't help it. I love y'all. Listen, Australia, I am a big Aussie fan. And really, I would not want to piss the Aussies off because they are dangerous people. Very dangerous. So, uh, if I was if I was Uncle Donald, I would just this is Nation Talk. That last department looked more like a tool shed. That's because it was a tool shed, dear. I thought I'd show you the less than desirable apartments first because your credit is less than acceptable. But no worries, plenty of apartments. Let's try this one. 
It's a broom closet. Don't be silly, dear. It was a broom closet. Now it's apartment 3AA. Potential landlords can and will check your credit before giving you a lease. Don't let your credit put you in a bad place. Go to controlyourcredit.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Treasury and the Ad Council. This is the story of a boy wizard whose name was Larry Smarter. Larry, why weren't you in Professor Dickie Doodle's mythical creature classification class? Larry wanted to go to college, so he visited knowhowtogo.org to find which classes he really needed. You missed the lesson on telling dragons from dragonflies. Right. Um, I want to go to college, so I'm taking Algebra 2, Biology, and a Foreign Language. Foreign Language? You mean so you can talk to unicorns? Well, not exactly. Unless they're French. But Larry had no time for unicorns, or even for Miss Petunia Tootie's time-traveling tutorial, which met every other yesterday at 25 o'clock. Sorry, I'm late. My softball game went into overtime. And he knew knowhowtogo.org was way better than hoping for a snockball scholarship. So, while his friends all aced invisibility, when Larry finally got to college, they were nowhere to be seen. Brought to you by the American Council on Education, Lumina Foundation for Education, and the Ad Council. For the past few weeks, we've been having back-to-back, back-to-back-to-back homegoings of some of our very favorite, I mean very favorite artists, uh, personalities that we've all grew up with or are seen on television or but uh, one of them, well, we have three tonight, Maritime Moore, Bishop Eddie Long, and Mike Connors. Bob Newhart remembers, though, let's see, Kenneth Bergman remembers Maritime Moore on today's show. Candace Bergen is here, very familiar with playing groundbreaking women on television. Candace, it's always nice to have you here. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Would there have been a Murphy Brown without a Mary Richards? No. No. I, um, Mary Tyler Moore really opened the door for women, for women not defined by a relationship, for women mm-hmm. trying to have a career, for... Um, and, and it also opened the door to quality television because the writing was so exceptional and had such depth and was character-driven. Um, and, and Mary was an icon mm-hmm. unlike any other. Both your shows dealt with groundbreaking issues for women as well. I mean, we're talking about women on birth control. Your show dealt with being a single mom and, and uh, the Mary Tyler Moore show talking about equal pay. How important were those role models for women on TV? I think they were very important. And I think for young girls growing up watching those characters on television, it, it, it gave them a sense of entitlement that they didn't feel up until then that they had. I think Mary Tyler Moore really made women feel entitled to a career and to to be defined without a man. And you know what else, Kenneth, what I loved about Mary Tyler Moore so much was she had this vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Like you sort of felt...
we also lost we also lost Bishop Eddie Long. Of course, as you know, Eddie Long was the um, pastor of New Birth Baptist Church in in Atlanta. This is this is coming from Lady Vanessa Long, announced the successor of Eddie Eddie L. Long.
just church hands because they are life givers, and I want to infuse back. And the Father continued to give. Telling you, 
it is not easy. You go to a you go to a lot of hell. Yeah, a lot of lot of storms, a lot of tests, and a lot of trials and tribulations. Oh yeah. We had a uh, a bishop here in Bridgeport that well uh, with the United Illuminating the, the Light Company. That was last week. Uh huh. He got uh, arrested. All right. But for two years of uh, getting electricity, uh, stealing stuff from the UI. Oh, Lord. See, this is what I'm trying to say is that, that the, the people who are the leaders, right, right, have to really, really, really step up and be accountable and be transparent. Because now you go out there, people that you go out there in the street talking about uh, come to church, and they'll cuss you out and beat you down, too, and run you. You know what I mean? Right. Man, leave me alone. I don't want to hear nothing about that old church. Yeah, da, 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 da. You know uh-huh. I mean? So this is what I'm trying to tell the body of Christ, man. Like, hey, let's go. Let's go, y'all. Be for real. Be, just be right. Be nice. Yep. And yeah, Okay, we, we, made, we made our mistakes. We done made a mess for it. Now, let's get busy. Right. And boy, you talking about working on eggshells? Woohoo! I really have to. I mean, I have to really watch, really watch myself. I, I mean, hear you, bro. Really, and I, I mean, watch myself in the church and outside the church. I got to watch everything I do. Yep. And it's well, I tell you. It is telling. You, it is being the, the leader like this, as a minister or pastor or whatever. It's, it is not a cakewalk. It is a trial, <laughs> tribulation, and storms, and yep. you name it. You're gonna All have. Right, it. Bring it, bring it. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna happen. And it's getting and it's getting rough. Oh yeah, and people are watching. What? People are really watching church leaders, like a hawk. Hey, 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 you know, hey, you know what they are? What the what the Bible talking about? Here come the accuser. So every time you stump your toe, the accuser running up to the to the throne. Guess what he did? See what he did? Mm-hmm. Wow, All I right mean they, I mean they, I mean they watch you like a hawk. I mean like, I mean really, I mean every any little, I mean any little thing you say, anything thing you do, boy oh boy. Yep. And they watch <laughs> leaders like they really are watching church leaders. So, okay, okay. At your phone or? Yeah, I have an alarm. Oh. I got to take take my medicine at this Oh, okay. You gonna be on tomorrow tomorrow at five thirty on your program. All right. All right. So we're doing a Black History Month, so like I say, if you can, 
you come. And if not, uh, you know, uh, it'll be able to, I'm, a, I'm just praying that it'll work out on the uh, on Facebook Live, so that means it'll be recorded. Okay. So click on any time. Okay, good, good. You know That would be good. Yeah. Okie dokie. All right, sir. Thanks, Take care. Thank, God bless you. As always, thanks. And thank you. <laughs> okay. Be, be blessed, man. You too. Have a good week. Thank you. You too. Take care. Bye. Right. And that's it. That's that's the program for the night, folks. I want to thank once again Tania, TJ, Hope as my guest. I want to thank uh, Mike. Mike Jones for being on with us. I want to thank you for listening and thank you for tuning in, downloading us. Oh, by the way, check us out on nationtalkradio.wordpress.com. We have blogs. You can even you can even um, check out check out the program. You can check out the program that uh, you can check out the program that uh, that just came on. Recent programs you can just go back and re-listen to it. All that on Nation Talk. I mean, all that on NationTalkRadio.org. Uh, let's see. The let's walk off the air. Okay, uh, Lady Gaga did a dazzling, uh, did a dazzling, Lady Gaga got a dazzling halftime. She she did a, she did a wonderful job on the show. The last time uh, Vanessa Holly it was twenty eight to twenty, and Patriots is still alive. It's still alive, and you. It could it it could be anybody's game. So, all you Patriots fans, and that for my Twitter it's just, uh it's late in the fourth quarter, and uh, yeah, it's late in the fourth quarter. So we don't know. Let me see. I'm a, I'm a I'm a still for a little while and see what happens. Okay, it's a minute fifty-seven. In the game, Atlanta is still holding on. It's still holding the lead, twenty-eight to twenty. Somebody said this was going to be a close game. Somebody said it was going to be a close game. So it looked like it. So it could be anybody's game. Um, yeah, twenty-eight to twenty. Score it's still right now twenty eight to twenty. Uh it's a minute fifty seven in the game. It could be anybody's game. New England could just easily could score or Atlanta could either hold on to it and not give it up. Not give up the ball. So it remains to be seen. 
It all remains to be seen. Okay. Maybe we can get on, listen, let me see if we can get on the NFL.com. I can give you an idea. Maybe you can, maybe we can listen in on the game. You know, see if we can listen in on the final, on the, the final minutes of the game. We can get a hold of it. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.